0: This is JFM Podcast. Very, very good morning to you and thank you for staying with J101.9 FM. It is a terrific Tuesday morning, the second uh, day of the month of February 2021 and uh, It is two minutes past the hour of 9 a.m. Good morning to you, and uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, this morning, a lot to talk about. We will be uh, looking at our electoral process. Nigeria's 21 years of democracy uh, was tested, especially with the conduct of last year's 2019 general elections. That is two years ago, I beg your pardon. And the elections presented an opportunity for Nigeria to consolidate on the gains of the 2015 elections and deepen our democratic transition. Uh, but uh, it seems as though the the polls substantially failed to do so. Uh, and The Independent National Electoral Commission INEC introduced reforms to deepen electoral integrity and citizens' participation before the elections. Yet the polls were fraught uh, with the uh, same shortcomings that marred previous national elections in Nigeria. Uh, we'll be talking all about this uh, this morning and still waiting on our guest uh the nba chairman just branch uh barrister bauer to come in but before then there is good news right here breaking news fg extends nin seam linkage by eight weeks a lot of nigerians have been anxious a lot of nigerians have been worried uh about this let's take a look now the ongoing national identification number and subscriber identity module integration exercise has been extended by eight weeks, the federal government announced on Tuesday morning. And it said the new deadline was now April 6, 2021. Director of Public Affairs, Nigerian Communications Commission, Ikechuku Dinde, who disclosed this in a WhatsApp message to the PUNCH correspondent said the extension was conveyed by the Minister of Communications and Digital Economy Isa Pantami and Pantami conveyed the message during the meeting of the Ministerial Task Force on NIN SIM Registration which held on the 1st of February 2021 uh, So what do you think about this? Uh, do we uh, still need to make more accommodation for Nigerians and We've also seen telecoms uh, who have also uh, been licensed to be able to carry out this exercise, like Globalcom, for example. And we do hope that uh, Nigerians will continue to take advantage uh, of these avenues here. For example, the one with Globalcom announces the start of NIN registration at its retail centers. With that being said, uh, let's head back now to our discuss for the day. Thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning, uh, Barrister Yakububawa. Thank you, it's my pleasure.
1: Thank you for having me this morning. Happy uh, New good Year. Good morning, our listeners.
0: Happy New Year to you. I'm not sure uh, we have seen this year.
1: Uh, no, we have not seen. Actually, this is the first
0: time today. Mm, so good to see you again, sir. And oh, have you pleasure. done your NIN registration?
1: Yeah, I did that since a very long time, almost more than a year ago. And I was able to facilitate for also our members of the NBA Just branch last year. Mm. So on that, we are on a good note.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. That's great. Uh, what is your take on how, let's say, uh, difficult and frustrating it's been? I mean, some people have been trying to do this for months, some people for weeks, under the sun. Some people leave their houses at dawn. And, uh, I mean, to think that the the earlier um, uh, deadline was, was February, well, now it's been shifted to April 6th. Do you think yeah. this will still suffice?
1: It's not going to be possible. It's not going to be feasible. Let me say this: uh, as well. You know, our country. Each time we we'll look at, whenever we look at issues like this, it causes our hearts to bleed because of the situation on the ground. Uh, this is our, these are things that normally they are rights so that people should have actually exercise. But what is so special in talking about NIN and uh, subjecting people to untold hardship and uh, a lot of issues that when you hear you begin to wonder. Uh, are we really a people or a country? Mm. But the sad notes of it all is that, for me, it's something that you can do at the comfort of your home. There's nothing spectacular about it. There's something unique that people have to queue and do all these things. What I even had a friend of mine from Rivers that called me that what they do now they use that as a basis to extort money from people mm. that he had to pay five thousand naira. I said why should you do that? It doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So, honestly speaking, there are lots lot of things that we need to change as a people, as a nation. Mm-hmm. But for this one, April, is not going to be possible because, let me tell you, a chunk of people, a lot of them, they have not registered. And, and you're talking about April. What, what, what should be a deadline for what? Mm-hmm. Should I allow the two out the year. Talking
0: about rural areas, you really wonder exactly. even. Uh, because Do They don't even know
1: what is happening. I'm telling you, they don't know. <laughs> the only thing that will happen as the end of the day, they just, maybe your their phone line being blocked, that's all. They begin to wonder I, what is the cost?
0: Should, should, should we find ways to make it easier? I mean, the, 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 the defense also of the federal government is that this has been going on for a long time. Why haven't Nigerians taken advantage of it? But Nigerians can also say awareness level, just as yeah. now as you're also saying that those in the rural areas probably do not even know what is going on.
1: That should be an enlightenment that should be a campaign to be able to explain to people and also bring these things to their doorsteps for instance in a rural area you're talking about a village in rium now extreme Just a remote area. Why don't you have a particular center there that these people can walk nearby and get this thing done without any difficulty? And having to leave
0: their communities, even. And they're we are talking about COVID nineteen and the second wave that is even deadlier. All right, let's leave it right there. Let's head now into our discuss for the day. Uh, The landscape for electoral reform is looking promising. Over ten proposed electoral amendment bills are under consideration at the National Assembly and. at different stages uh, of the legislative process they contain proposals that can potentially fix Nigeria's pressing electoral challenges especially uh, they say the predatory behavior of the political class and the bills uh, include proposed amendments that promote independence impartiality of INEC by strengthening the legality of INEC regulations guidelines manuals uh, prohibiting the employment or appointment of members of political parties into INEC also containing the bill are proposals for electronic voting and transmission of, ele- of election results. Comprehensive amendments uh, were proposed to Section 87 of the Electoral Act on act on the nomination of candidates and they introduce new procedures for direct and indirect primaries and provide thresholds for party nominee fees and uh, so much more and uh, that is why we have an expert with, with us in the studio this morning. Well, Nigeria's elections, we know that sooner or later we have our grievances as we have seen with post-election petitions court cases and uh, that sometimes end in violence even but these are all efforts uh, to, uh, through uh, in Nigeria is fixing our electoral process through laws uh, so that we can all be proud. Now, uh, we have committee now a committee sitting on the amendment electoral law uh, in both chambers of the National Assembly mm. and they are brainstorming on the grey areas and to deliver the best of elections to Nigerians. Uh, so, on this note now, is there a history uh, to this uh, reforms that we're seeing? Is this the first time that this is coming up? Well, Zoe, I'll let me
1: tell you something. The
0: problem is that in
1: the sincerity of purpose, we don't have actually people that are sincere as to hold a transparent and credible election in this country. But these things. is not a rocket science. It's not something that you begin to, to envisage or dream about. It's something you must take a deliberate action and consistent effort to make sure that these things, all these things are put in place. Uh, let me say this. For me, I look at this issue of election as just a normal jamboree, as they always do. In the real sense of the word, at what point in time has this, in this nation have we conducted a fair and credible election? Now, we're talking about election reforms. We've all over, there's no national assembly that will come that they will not talk about uh, election, electoral reforms. But the issue is that, like I said, is the sincerity of purpose. Are these people really sincere to undertake these reforms? For instance, you talk about issue, let me just give uh, just take one point you talked about, issue of nomination of candidates. Let me talk about like uh, primaries now, uh, and parties' primaries. Now, for me, for you to have a delegate election, like, let me start it out as a root cause of all this issue but before then let me also maybe I should not actually look at that first but let me look about some of the reforms that for some of us we have proposed mm-hmm. and also we look at this once you're able to do that it will bring a lot of sanity into the system and also integrity and credibility now number one the issue we talked about, where we, we have to be in tandem, our practice of global practice. For instance, talking about electronic voting. Now, now we, we saw what happened during the last actually election at Chiku Buhari, and when the, when the matter went to court, a lot of issues like that. There are a lot of jurisprudential issues that relate to electoral matters that up to now they remain unanswered. But we know them. But only problem is that these things cannot see the light of the day unless and until we have electoral. Reforms. For instance, the electoral bill we are talking about. You're talking about voting, electro- electronic voting. We must actually come to agree with this. It has come to, to stay. And we must ab- embrace this issue because it is a, national, it's like a global practice. Then we're talking about the electronic. How do we transmit the results? Mm-hmm. The transmission of the law. It became a difficult and also an enigmatic conundrum when they, before the, the, the tribunal. We are seeing it on the side of the obvious that this is where the whole thing is. But at the end of the day, because of the influence of executive and what they do, they use their power. They were able to, uh, to truncate that to the point to say that no. But in the first place, even before the election, there was no way, a uh, no, uh, number of times on account the president was persuaded to sign the bill. He refused and he said he's not going to sign it. What is it if there's a sincerity or purpose? It doesn't matter, even if I'm the one standing for election. You know, our election, you know, our politicians look at election as a do or die affair. Hmm. This thing just giving it a mens side of it is just like a game. It's just like playing Arsenal and mine. Whoever wins, it, does, it has nothing. We must have the the spirit of sportsmanship at all time and at all season when we are conducting the election. But as people have said, at all costs, I must be the one to win. I, I, I last week I was looking at a clip that when President Buhari was asked a question when he was in Daura to ask him a question to say, in the event where you lose this election, he said, "Don't bring this analogy. I'm going to win the election." He was so emphatic that he's going to win the election. And I look at him and I smile. And and I, I say, why should that be? As a leader, I should have an attitude mm. of, of losing it. And also, if I win, fine, it doesn't matter. But the man was so assertive, so assured that that forget about don't give me an analogy, I'm going to lose, I'm going to win the election. That is simple. And and, and that was what I, and we saw it, he won. They know what actually happened. And when you go to tribunal, as far as I'm concerned, there are a lot of reforms that should be looked at when looking at the constitution, constitution of our tribunal, electoral tribunal, and the rest of it. And the best thing like I always say, having men and people of honesty and integrity. We will have people, even our judges, that will be incorruptible. Hmm. That whatever happens, they will not be influenced. These are issues. And we keep looking at people and Nigeria cannot be changed, my sister. The only way we can change Nigeria is for us to begin to pray that people that have this a spirit of true leadership and visionary leaders should be the people at the center stage. But unfortunately, the system doesn't favor such people. We're talking about people that don't have, they don't understand left from the right and they are just there for a reason, for a purpose, and that's the kind of life we live in this
0: country. Hmm. All right, still more information coming your way this morning. And so, still with the electoral, the proposed amendment bill, uh, what would you, what would make you as a Nigerian happy with this amendment? Uh, go now to our feedback handles on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash JFMJaws, Instagram and Twitter at jfm jaws, and do let us know uh, the areas, highlights of key electoral amendments. What areas would you like to see? What would make you happy with this amendment? Now, uh, still with that, Barrister Bauer, how committed do you see or do you perceive the body language of the National Assembly in amending the proposed electoral bill
1: yeah they have made several efforts to say they're going to amend the bill like i said it's having a sincerity of purpose are they really honest gonna do that um, but we know what usually happens is this when you're looking at the reform they're looking at whether it's going to favor them mm. they go over with that mindset okay if we remove this if we add this oh it's not going to favor me oh how do we look at it it's just about how do they protect their interest now for me i suggest the electoral form should be in form of referendum so that every Nigerian can participate. simplicity. it mm. is people have said, let's have, we have presented memorandum and a lot of things people have said, but let it be a referendum, in form of a, a process that's in the form of referendum where people can. For instance, now, let me tell you, for you to have a credible election in this country, we have to start with the issue of the primaries. Mm. Now, we must actually remove and expunge the provision of delegation. Now, what happens? Whether if I'm not qualified, all I'm looking at, let me get the delegates. Now there are, a lot of things, I, I, there are a lot of things that are going to happen and, and and one of the things is that when you are the one that can control the delegate, at the end of the day you will be the one to win the election. You get the ticket. Mm. Now how do we have everybody should participate? If I remember a PDP, I should participate in knowing that Zoe is going to come for a governor let me participate to what? At the primary level to nominate her, let her go. Not serving some individual that will be cornered in a particular room and be given money the next thing they come out and say this is the person that won. So it's something that has to do the highest bidder. Who has the money that can Pay more than if you can give 50 or 100,000, is the person that's going to get it. And it has been the training in Nigeria. And we close our eyes to eat, to see, uh, to eat, and nobody really cares. And people are so comfortable about it because all they clamor for is that, in as much as I'm a member of PD or APC, can I be part of the delegate so that I'll get my own share? And these are the things that we sold our destiny into the hands of these people. Mm. So we must look at what I'm saying, he says, is that this this reform should everybody should participate. in saying this is the kind of thing we want to reflect. And you know, the problem with our our constitution we are talking with a friend yesterday our constitution is a presidential system where it has arrogated so much power to mr president well it doesn't matter where the president refuses to sign what we want into bill we can overrule and and and, and the, the, the the aspiration of the people should count and reflect it should translate we should have a mechanism like that where we can control all those issues so what i'm saying essence is that we can do electoral reforms, but I have a doubt—a serious doubt. My doubt is that there is no sincerity or purpose, and there is no actually their mind. They are not—they are not really true about it. If they are, then we have have gone past this. For ages, but every time the same, we keep recycling. There's going to be reform. Our opportunity is that it's not something difficult, but they are not sincere to do it.
0: Mm. All right. We've also, uh, Nigerians still have been speaking with one voice on this issue. The 2005 National Political Conference and the 2014 National Conference advocated for independent candidacy. Uh, The two most prominent executive committees on electoral reforms, Justice Ways Committee of 2007, Senator Namanimi Committee of 2016, also recommended independent candidacy Uh, where are we on that
1: well for me if we're talking about if there's any time that we we need independent candidacies now and you know why Mm. if you look at the way we we establish our political system and how in terms of uh, money or finances is is capital intensive. There are a lot of people. They have vision and they have the heart to serve this country, but they don't have a platform, simply because they cannot go into that political party and also get a place, get a place for themselves to be able to play the desirable role they wanted to. They want to play, and and looking at that, then. I can come out to say that I want to serve. I want to contest the governor of Plateau State, but I don't need to go under the APC or PDP. And people can look at it and say, in as much as this person, we want to vote for him. There's nothing wrong in having independent candidates. But the problem is that these people, they don't want it. Now, I have a lot of friends and also our contemporaries that are desirous of contesting. But their struggle has always been how can I be at the center stage on the PDP platform? Because there are a lot of old, old, Old cargos, people that have become this, like semi gods. There, they, are, they 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 play the, the godfatherism. They decide who gets and what gets, who gets what and who gets who. And the issue now is this: by the time you begin to go on that trajectory, then it, it, it potentially a bad omen mm. as far as our political.
0: But uh, must it be the, a, the usual political also. parties that yeah. we that we also go with? I mean, it just seems as though it's either APC or the PDP. Exactly. So what should people begin to do, or how should yeah. other political parties begin to make Nigerians uh, aware that they yeah. exist? Yeah. You know, the,
1: the, 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 the other small political parties, they always feel intimidated, and they feel that we don't have the capacity, in terms of the organizational structure, to be able to contend with these lions or these elephants. So, so on that, they have already taken themselves to a corner and they have accepted defeat already. So that's why when one of them actually will come under the platform to say, I'm going to stand for presidential, uh, as a presidential aspirant, the next thing, he will now come and, and lay his own uh, support to the bigger uh, person that is on the bigger party. And and that has been the trend. But if there's anything, it's going to discourage a lot of, uh, in terms of uh, resources that we waste. Because our election in Nigeria, we waste a lot of resources. And it, it, it's not. And that's why we will not deal with corruption. Because people will sell their properties, people will sell whatever they own to be able to stand for election. So once they get to the office, what they are looking at, how can I recoup my money back? How can I gain my money? Because I have spent. So, but when you have independence candidates, people, they look for the individual. They look at the character of the person. They look at the credibility, the competence. They don't care about... There are a lot of people they have the competence, credibility, but they were not given the opportunity to be, to earn the ticket, to gain the ticket, so they will not be able to contest. But if you have independent candidacy, I can come out and say, I'm going to stand for House of Reps. I don't need to belong to APC or PDP, and people can say, we will follow you. And you see, we begin to make progress. So, I think it's right time that in our electoral reform, we should include independent candidates.
0: Hmm. All right. So, what are other areas in our electoral reforms that you would uh, like to see them highlight some more than uh, what is being done? Some key areas that you know that perhaps even if they cannot do the whole thing yeah, yeah. come 2023, yeah. if they get perhaps this, 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 this right, yeah. then we can manage to scale through. first,
1: like I said, we should look at the issue of the primaries. This issue of delegation, we have tried it and it's not actually working for us. It it has a lot of negative negative impact, so to say, rather. So, so, So for me, let's start with that. Then the second issue that we must look at is the voting, electronic voting. We must come to understand, it's a global practice. How do we do that? Then we must deploy ICT into our electoral system. And, and our literature process must be sanitized. The first thing in terms of people that man the affairs of INEC, should be men of integrity and honesty, be people that we know they can stand on the side of truth at all times. We must start with that. No matter how you deploy ICT and the system, how the credibility of the system is not just the system itself. It's the people that man the system that matters. So we must have people. How do we actually uh, appoint people? To, to be at the helm of affairs when it comes to INEC. We must look at that. Another issue is that the electronic voting, we must know that It is within the the, the, in consonance with the law when you when you have already voted, you must also your vote must count. You must transmit the result electronically. That has been the issue that has been in contention last year, two thousand and nineteen, at the electoral tribunal, presidential electoral tribunal. So we must look at that. Then another issue for me is where that is very essential is on the issue of electoral offences. We have a lot of electoral electoral offenders. But at the end of the day, you don't see the desired sanction or the punishment meted on them because of one infraction or the other. So we must look at that. How do we get these people? When they, they go outside the purview of the law, how do we sanction them? How do we punish them? So we must have a particular court. I, 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 I pray and I crave for for for, advocate for a special court that would deal with electoral of, uh, offenders. Where they have electoral offenses, these people, this is a particular court, and there should be a, a, a strict sanction uh, that, is, that should be meted and also be visited on those people that have gone outside the law. And, and these are issues that we must look at. And I think gradually, by the time we have this, as it is where, we'll be able to have sanity into the electoral system in this country.
0: Hmm. I remember some uh, time ago where uh, the, the U.S. was to, 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 to put some visa restriction on uh, Nigerian politicians. Yeah. And I, be, I don't know why we have to depend on you know, the outside for external help every time. Why are we unable, why do we seem unable to do these things to create these strong institutions for ourselves? Why must the U.S. do that? Why? Because we're unable to do that ourselves? Yeah.
1: You know, it's it's so sad that this country, everything we talk about, we rely on the U.S. Just like the new election, the uh, Joe Biden people are talking about. Everybody started asking, uh, what can he do for Nigeria? What can he do for Nigeria? It's because you know when you have a country that people—I must say uh, this—our people have uh, in a state of despondency. There's Mm. hopelessness in the in the air and in the in the system now. People have lost hope. There are some people that you give them opportunity, they will never come back to Nigeria again. Mm. And 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 why should you use USB the the country to sanction people and the politicians? When people say uh, if you do this, you will not be in the US. Is US heaven? What is about the U.S. that people are so worried about? Well, if, if
0: about. it is the place that they are so worried about going and they like <laughs> to go, perhaps, you know, they should have some time out. Uh, just the way uh, little kids, you give them time out when they do something <laughs> wrong. Perhaps that is how, uh, that is the, the method we should use exactly. for this. But, Since but they so don't sad. like to stay at home. NSA. I mean, look at our president and his medical uh, trips abroad. Who would have thought?
1: Now, you go to the U.K., the same hospital you go to, the same prime minister will go to because the system is working Mm. and you know something like i i was looking at it just two days ago what is wrong with us and 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 there's a book written by matthew what is wrong with the black man is there anything wrong with nothing is wrong with us just that we don't a lot of people unfortunately and it's something that has to do with that's how god has decided you know people that have access to power are people that lack the understanding Clueless individuals and they'll be at the, at the at the center stage of corridors of power. They don't know anything. I don't know what to do with the power. They don't understand. Well, why do we and keep seeing
0: like a replication of that? Are Nigerians not tired of bad governance? Yeah. So what is wrong with us? Is it is it true then that the elite have hijacked and then if no. it is the elites, then one would expect that they know what to do?
1: Now the issue well is as it's not the issue of elite. Hmm. We are the problem of ourselves, the followers. Do You know why? Nigeria, we have a people as a nation We are so docile. Our docility is not helping us. Everything people draw at us, we take. And the people, I give you an example. I know that you are not competent to be the governor of Plateau State. But our delegation, the delegates at that level, they are are bought with money. They, they, They sold their conscience and they elect me. They know I cannot perform. Hmm. And that's not what we do And we keep on blaming The problem of Nigeria Is not about leadership alone It's about the followership hmm. We are the people to determine I, I, I was at the forum last, last, last in December And I told him I said Do you know as, as, as people We must come to a point That we can't accept anything where people it started mm. with the NSAS movement. And the people, because they know the they what the train it, it it took and, and the way where it was going, they truncated it by trying it to what to disrupt it. About the issues is that we should not be tired. We should start on the side of truth. We must salvage this nation. We must we must we must deliver this nation from the hands of, hands of these people. So what I'm saying, SN is now is not about only the leaders, about the followers. We must come like to, What we're looking at in 2023, we must come as a people on the plateau to determine who governs Mm us. We can't just, anybody now is coming about, I want to contest for governorship. Everybody governorship. What do they have? What do they have? What is their capacity? What is their
0: antecedent? What is their antecedent? Mm -hmm. We must
1: come out, use a platform to x-ray each and every one of the candidates. When you say they have
0: been in this place for how many years, check what they did in that that organization for the amount of time uh, that they spent there. All right, let's get to this. The U.S. government has imposed visa restrictions on Nigerians who tried to undermine the country's democracy uh, during February's general elections. The U.S. State Department did not name those affected but said the visa restrictions were targeted at some individuals who were involved in election violence, not the general population. Uh, we do hope to see our own country uh, meting out uh, these kinds of punishments and sanctions and not always waiting for the Big Brother uh, Syndrome to continue to take effect. We'll open the phone lines now. We'd love to hear from you. What areas would you like the committee sitting on the proposed uh, amendment uh, electoral bill to concentrate on 090-556 in four places nine nine and zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight and you can also connect with us on our feedback handles on facebook on twitter and instagram let's talk in a minute just tell us your name and address your concern do not wait for me to ask you what is your name that just chops into some of your time so go right ahead good morning Hello. Hello, good morning. Welcome.
2: Yeah, good morning, much I'm calling from Terminus.
0: Go ahead, Emeka.
2: Well, the electoral itself, first of all, you look at the those who should uh, be involved in the election. That's the IMEC. Are they really independent? That is, should be the number one question. Secondly, another issue again is the issue of voter registration. Whether you like it or not, I think the big big problem we have is the data collection. And it's just un- unfortunate, you know, you see what NIM is trying to do. If you have a, a proper data management, then <clears throat> when a child is giving birth to the child, you take the details of the child. When the child gets to 18 years, you know, you, it should even be that maybe a, message, a text message will be sent to the child to come and collect your, 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 your voter card, you know? Then the issue of the registration, it should be a continuous thing. next should should the new act should continue, it should be a continuous thing. Another thing again the election act should capture is the issue of what should happen to on the uh, on the age voting. Because the act I don't, I don't really know. The law said you're not up to that age, you know. Well the question is how do you even really get to know about this? So the the act should back up you know, the he's not just having the act, the the, the, the act should be properly, you know, prepared in such a manner that four thousand tell the with. So that is just my take. Well at the end of the day I just pray and hope that President Buari finishes his tenure by signing the extra uh, act that will make his tenure be remembered. That is my take. Thank you. Thank you for
0: your time. Emekaima zero nine zero five five six in four places nine nine and zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. Does your vote count as a Nigerian? I mean, uh, there's also been this accusation that uh, the elites don't come out to vote; they just stay at home because they are the ones who feel or who understand or who cannot be bought, and so they feel like, uh, why should I go there under the sun and waste my time and my energy and my vote as well? I would rather just yeah. stay at home. So, uh, what type of Nigerian are you do you trust in your votes? Let's talk this morning. Hello and good morning.
3: Hello, good morning.
0: Thank you for joining us. Go ahead.
3: Yeah yeah my name is Sunday. I'm coming for Tijuana. Mm.
0: Uh,
3: I want to thank the your guests. I speak well, I speak our mind. Uh see, if if you make a law and you as a leader, eh, you have not you have not followed a law, what do you want the, the fellow to do. Eh? What do you want to do? The 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 service chief the their their the, the, the people expire and you, you refuse to let them go. eh? And then the the, the general police it's, it's only uh, expire and you refuse to let them go. What are the law that you, that you yourself you want the people of the Jira to follow and you yourself as a leader you are not follow. Eh? People people you know continuons repeating that it is of 5 all this problem of uh uh uh, uh it, you know it it will give all all voters.
0: Thank you for your time. Zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight zero nine zero five five six in four places nine nine. You can also connect with us on our Twitter handle, Facebook and Instagram, looking at the electoral bill uh, the electoral bill and the strengthening Nigeria's electoral process. Hello, good morning.
3: Hello, good morning.
0: Thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you very much. My name is Oluwamariam. I'm calling from TCC Go ahead. But I want to comment. you have spoken well on this issue of electoral act, you have spoken the mind of most of Nigerians. But actually, what is the problem of Nigeria is the implementation of every law. Even with the law has been signed, we are not sure how it is going to be implemented. Because seeing how the election is going on, from the comments, we see the fact that the candidate candidates are supposed to be there will be decided by the, uh, by the uh, this in uh, the, the, the parliament uh, election that I say that these political parties they are just based on their election. and my argument is that where are the other political parties These political parties where the PC and the PDP we see that the people that are in this are the same people that are in the PDP and we don't know what is happening to the other political parties and what is this electoral act of being uh, side, because you have know, independent candidates you know, if which you are going to work for you. And the reason why people are not going there is because of the credibility of the election. That's why people are not voting. Because we are not sure how the voting is going to be. So that the candidate will have the good, uh, the of the party, will just explain the, the election. We don't know how is it is going to be. That is the what much of, of corrupting the, the, the process. If the election, I think, going to be right in Nigeria and we are calling on Nigeria also to be fighting for their right for voting because
0: Thank you for your time, Sadiq Omar. Hello and good morning. All right, let's get back to the conversation. You're still listening to your favorite morning radio, current affairs, and political program. Let's talk. We're looking at the state of the nation, Nigeria's election, the electoral bill, uh, the strengthening Nigeria's electoral process. And uh, let's get back now. Um, uh, would you want to comment on any of uh, the responses we got? Yeah, actually, out there?
1: Uh, one of the the listeners uh, contributed in this manner, talking about the issue where the presidents actually can decide not to obey uh, the law or can do a lot of uh, infractions from the law or under the law. But let me say this. You see, whatever we're talking about, there is one important aspect that we shouldn't actually overlook and we must stress. The problem of Nigeria has to do with lack of actually adherence to the concept of the rule of law. Mm. whatever you do, once you will not actually address and adhere on to the rule, the concept of the rule of law, you will not go far as a nation. Our problem with Nigeria is that nobody cares about the rule of law. And the rule of law, it has a lot of dimensions to it. Mm. One, you are saying that we are equal before the law. Nobody is above the law. Once you are equal and nobody is above the law, then everything can work out smoothly. There were nations like, for instance, the, the, the country of South, South, South Korea today. They are where they are today at, at, at a point in their lives we were given them aid before they became one of the ancient, uh, uh, Asian uh, tigers today. And because why? When you ask them, they will tell you that it's the rule of law. Mm. One of the strongest institutions in South Korea is the, their judiciary. Their justice system is the strongest. Why? Why is it the strongest? It means even the governor is not above the law. Recently, we saw what happened. The, the vice president of Samsung is going to prison. Hmm. Can that happen in Nigeria? Huh. That is the issue. So what we're saying, the man actually was so bitter to express his view to say that. What is it? The governor, you know, like he said, the issue of service chiefs until now. And, 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 and for a long time, they have. Look you at the IGP, to do that. the IGP, who is now. supposed
0: uh, to exactly. have left office exactly. since, Monday. since Monday. And here we are pleading yeah, we are. with so the president. And no very soon they will tell us that he has his style yeah. and his way exactly. of administering rule of law.
1: Rule of law. Hmm.
0: Okay, now let's still look at are there other countries, even here in Africa or yeah. in West Africa, that we can emulate when it comes to our electoral process?
1: Uh, several of them. Mm. Several of them. Let me tell you, if you go to p- uh, places like even Kenya, even Senegal here, one of the we had a seminar last two years. Uh, actually, no, it was a general review of the assessment that we had a respect of the election that was done by by Plateau State uh, Independent Electoral, not Plateau State, I mean I in a Plateau State. Uh, that one of them was so. If I he related a story. So, we are so perplexed. What happened? In, a, in, a, in, in an African country, he went to be an electro, election observer. And he saw, the person actually collected the materials. that was so much over, talked about sensitive materials. Mm. The man was given the material. He took them to his house. Yeah. The following day, brought them back on a bike. And like, they asked a question. And the general asked them, well, it's nobody. He's, gonna, he's not going to tamper with it nobody's gonna temper with you, you know you hmm. it's not sensitive material you talk about before you give you will keep them the man was given took him to his own house
0: our own will even be locked in <laughs> under lock and key I'm and security you, and yet material, it will still get missing
1: material. in uh, African nation, they do that. The man was given, a day before the election, took it to his personal house, kept it in the money, brought them back, then started using the material. They
0: probably know the kinds of people that they, they elected to even hold those I'm sensitive you, positions, to hold the sensitive material. Can that
1: happen in this nation? Until we come to this
0: point that people, there
1: is what? You are accountable to the system. And while you go contrary to the expectation and what the law requires, you will be sanctioned without fear or favor. We are talking about rule of law. Mm. Nobody is above the law. Everybody is equal before the law. In this country, at what point can you do that? Now just give the, even on that day, even of talking about the, how sensitive the materials are. People still go their way to make sure that they mutilate, they do this, they do that. I, I ask myself a question. Can we will we come to a point where we give our electorate, we are so confident, mm. assured, that they will not tamper with the process?
0: Well, we're still waiting. The government is putting efforts... Even Rwanda today,
1: if you go where you see, a very credible system.
0: Rwanda, they have gone far. After what happened to them. After what happened to them. Rwanda has gone far. Mm. All right, let's look at the Section 87 still that talks of the issue of nomination and exactly. the cost of it, and Section 31 yeah. that talks about issues of participation and inclusion of yeah. women, youths, persons with disability. Do we have real assurances that they have been amended?
1: Well, well, well you see, whenever you hear... Pre election matters. Mm-hmm. It boils down to Section eighty seven. I have handled some matters that has to do with that at the Federal High Court and State. You know, the issue of this nomination is something they should look at now. And for me I see no reason why you should have a lot of issues. Internal and you know what happened? It's because the, the political parties they defy the principle of internal democracy. And everybody wants to play a role to bring someone, to shortchange someone. To to, to, You know, a lot of issues happen at that level. And that's why people, they feel the only way they can go, they go and ventilate their grievances. They approach court to say, come, can you actually give a judicial interpretation of this section? This was what happened. This was what happened. And and I've been shortchanged. So the issue is that, why don't you have the principle of eternal democracy in place and let it come. They are there, all, but they don't really do that. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to show the power. My own is that, okay, the chairman of the party is my own father, so because of the godfatherism, that I should be the one to end the ticket. Uh, even I've qualified on not, some people, when they nominate or actually did the, 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 the electri- uh, ele- uh, primary election, at the end of the day, we know how we can scuttle it and, 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 and actually uh, interfere with the system temper with the system and, and, and with the process rather. And these are the issues we are talking about. So so that reform should be. But for me there shouldn't be much reform in, in, in respect of Section 87. All that the, the political parties need to do is to imbibe this culture and this attitude of internal democracy. Once that is in place by the political parties, you will have issues that have to do with... In that that just as brings as well.
0: something to mind. Perhaps yeah. that's how, uh, this one of the ways we should, we should use to know which parties to even vote for the parties that we can see are even following the rules and the rule of law already. The members of the party. I mean, don't just look at the party. Look at the people who are manning the party too. How do they behave? How do they act? And also, you must
1: look at the philosophy and the ideology of the party. Uh Now, let me tell you, do you know one thing? Do you know that before we can have a better democracy? Because as it is today, we don't have, we are still learning. Our democracy is not really, uh, let me say, a full blown democracy Mm. we have our struggle challenges we are still but let me tell you the first thing that will bring a a a word a formidable democracy in nigeria it has to do with an electoral process because that is the process where you elect select leaders you appoint them what we do when we go to election we are appointing Mm. so until you have a system of recruiting leaders that will man the affairs of the nation, and that will rule us. Once that system, it must be transparent. It must be credible. If there's anything we must take serious, is this electoral process, because so what that is where the issues We have seen starts. the
0: president uh, extend the tenure of uh, the INEC chairman, for example. I mean, should, is that also rule of law? We do know that he has veto. he can No, he has the power. Things, the constitution
1: but... provides that he can. He has what is like the, the present chairman. He said like, he can go for two terms. Mm. So he now extended and renewed his term. No problem with that. But I was talking about at what point? You know, my problem is this. As leaders, if there's anything that matters, is understanding the heart of a leader. How sincere, how truthful is the leader? Am I appointing the person Because based on their performance... Are we renewing his, his his tenor because the man, in fact, has performed credit him. Credit so
0: him. that would have been now the question. Why it was it renewed? The uh, service chiefs, exactly. why was their tenor wow. re- renewed? The IGP, why would he still stay, stay if he's going to stay? Exactly. And uh, the INEC chairman, why was his tenure also renewed?
1: Why? Are we doing it because I know because of nepotism or favoritism or the man is going to favor me, but I know this man has performed? Or because so, he's competent. Or because he's competent.
0: Let's open the phone lines again this morning. Let's talk.
3: Hello. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Yes, my name is Obinna. I'm calling from Bukuru.
0: Go ahead, Mr. Obinna.
3: Please, please this seven national assembly that will do this the committee that will do this reform, this seven national assembly that does not have loyalty to the country, that have loyalty to just a political party, we are supposed to resume for reset, but because I openly agree with the to their it's unfortunate what they are doing in this country. Even the kids, the army chiefs, they are supposed to present them the National Assembly before resuming jobs. But now they are going around doing their jobs. It's unfortunate. If we want to get it right in this country, there are so many things we need to do. Because if you don't respect the rule of law in the country, how do you feel that you have a workable country? You can never have a workable country. The have thing everything based is when there is law following in the country. Okay, look here. We are talking about the general police that is supposed to leave us with on Monday. These people, you know, the police act. Two things were with the general police. And then five years of service or 60 years of age. And these people have appointed me, knowing when this thing will elapse, why are you do the necessary thing to make sure before this thing erupt, you have choose a successor. How do you want to move the country like this? We have a problem. And until our leaders are shown that we have a problem. Okay, let's take for instance. Let's talk about COVID-19. A state, a country, whereby COVID-19 is thinking killing people, does so agree in that COVID-19. How do you want to move this country
0: forward? Unfortunately. Sorry. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your inputs. All right. Um, let's also look at another issue here, Barista. Still the gray area now. Many Nigerians say uh, if Nigeria does not deal with the issue of Electoral Offenses Commission, the whole exercise is a joke. Uh, In the Justice Ways report, this is clearly stated. uh, And uh, has this been dealt with? Where are we on the Electoral Offenses Commission? And how crucial is this? Very
1: crucial. And and let me tell you something. Do you know why you keep having these offenders year and year and year again? It's because there have not been an adequate sanction. Once the, once once you 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 violate the law, there must be a sanction. There must be a sanction. But in this country what would we do is that okay, these are people, do you know you hire people that they can come, go and you send on errand to do and an, an disrupt election and rig the election in in your favor and you tell them that don't worry, we have we know what it is, we'll protect you because we have the, 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 the police, we have all the people that are in the system, we control them, and we know what to do. So that has been the issue. So by the time you meet these people, you talk about it, say, forget it, nothing will happen. We will do it, nothing will happen. And that has been the train. So my worry, I have been praying that one day, God will give us a leader in this nation mm. that will be upright, and the man will be, the person will be serious, and also would be would be man of integrity and truthfulness that would change things. Because the way we are going, look at the last caller. Actually, you can you, you could sense a sense of hopelessness and also pain as he was actually making his interjections. And what is the issue? Because that has been the system. Are we really a country? Are we a serious people? And, and, and my only worry about this current government is that we have thoughts. We, uh, we, we had a lot of expectations that things are going to change. Things are going to uh, take a different dimension. But unfortunately, are uh, getting worse and worse by the day. And that has been the trend. And, and, and the issue is that as a nation, w- what does it take for us when people have actually uh, actually violated the law to punish them? Mm. What is difficult in doing that? Mm. Without It's for the same reason
0: they are unknown herdsmen. It's it's for the same reason they are unknown gunmen. It's for the same reason the kidnappers who even they go to make negotiations and deals with. We cannot see them. They cannot cannot be arrested. Nobody Nobody is arrested for impunity. Nobody is arrested for crimes in Nigeria. And so, uh, well, we we, we were still hopeful that Nigeria, surely uh, there is some light at the end of the tunnel. Now, we still heard that some senators are opposing the inclusion of electronic transfer of results into the Electoral Act, and it's a major problem in the technical committee. Will this see the light of day?
1: Yeah, actually, like I said, it's all about having the sincerity of purpose. My worry, I'm not, I'm not comfortable and I'm not satisfied, and I don't have uh, actually the confidence that something good is going to come out at the end of the day. Because the issue that has been the trend, like I uh, submitted, it has been the trend, talking about electoral. But the issue is that as they look at the reforms, they look at themselves. Would this reform favor us? Oh, it's not going to favor us. Let me tell you, so that's something I'm going to tell our listeners, and that is the truth. As far as Nigeria is concerned, looking at the trained at this particular pedigree of people at this time, mm. I don't think there's not going to be any hope. I had cause to meet with some of the uh, members of the National Assembly. And I took them, uh, principal officers, questions concerning Nigeria. Mm. Believe you me, they couldn't answer me. And at that point, I know that for, from them, we shouldn't expect anything.
0: Alright, well, it's uh, still leader, is still for us, It's still in our hands to bring about that change. Change starts with you and I. Uh, we also have another issue here. Justice Ijoma Ojukwu issued uh, the summon against the IGP following his alleged refusal that is uh, uh, IG risk imprisonment as court summons police IG for contempt and uh, he, he, his, his alleged refusal to reinstate a deputy commissioner of police Patrick Okoli who was forcefully retired. The court had set aside the forceful retirement of Okoli on the ground that due process was not followed. Uh, what do you make of this story, sir? And uh, although the police had contested the federal high court judgment in the Court of Appeal, it lost at the appellate court uh, Affirmed the decision of the lower court in compliance with the Court of Appeal decision. DCP Okoli was reinstated via a letter. In another letter uh, again, was again retired Compose really.
1: I really appreciate this uh, decision. And for me, uh, it's, it goes to show that we still have hope in our judicial system. And, and, and that is the procedure that should always be followed. Once you feel that your right has been trampled upon, or has been actually violated, and you have one issues, grievances, ventilate them uh, in, a, in, in a proper manner. And the man had did well. And, and for me, I celebrate that uh, with him, and it's a good one. But a lot of people, we have a lot of people actually, that uh, even after they have been uh, given the order for them to be reinstated. Till this moment, they have not reinstated them. Our problem with uh, The problem of our country is not always about having, like uh, we always say, the implementation of the laws. And where you have uh, actually decisions like this, is something that should be carried out as soon as possible. But I tell you now, before they can do that, it will take time If the, except the guy, the man is lucky. So mm-hmm. it's a good one. And let's always look at it that when issues like this come up, let's come out this has set a precedent. Mm. And if he had said, no, I'm not going to pursue it at the end of the day, it's going to help a lot of people that will come after him. So it's commendable and I think it's a good decision.
0: Alright, let's get to our feedback handle on Twitter. Joseph Ula is saying uh, we have to decentralize how we conduct election in Nigeria. How can we strengthen state electoral commission to replace a national one? The executive should not appoint members of electoral commission who will likely conduct election. They will, context, they will contest conflict mm. of interest. In quotes he says Habila Kwara Zakshi is saying almost every section of our electoral act is wrong we need a total change of our electoral law electronic voting independent candidature merging data of eligible voters with national identity attending to electoral disputes before swearing in those elected this guy savage is saying our electoral system is a fraud system we need a total overhaul of the process and total independence of the electoral umpire hashtag sign electoral reform bill And now to our Facebook handle, let's get to your comments and your posts right there. And from Facebook this morning, uh, the comments are reading. Uh, The network is a bit slow on this one. Uh, Let's see. Perhaps, okay, we'll just have to leave it right here this morning. And uh, this is what we have in the offing for you this Tuesday morning. Keep a date with us again. We'll do the same time tomorrow. And uh, any last words from you, Barrister?
1: Well, my my last word, actually, uh, thank you today for the opportunity to speak and also to make a lot of... uh, Contributions, But one thing I keep asking, and I'm going to still challenge our listeners, the fact that the problem of this country is not only the leaders, also with the followers. Let's begin to think on how we, what to do to salvage this
0: nation. Mm. All right. This is in our hands. And they say that uh, the illiterate of the 21st century uh, will not be those who cannot read and write, but those who cannot change their minds upon uh, having better information. So we leave it for you right here. We hope that you have been educated, entertained, and, informa- and informed, as we promise you uh, always on the morning, Jay. <laughs>